Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. This is a bonus episode based on day two of Star Wars Celebration and the Lucasfilm publishing panel that happened and I will not bury the lead. They did announce just very briefly at the end of the panel that there will be a journey to episode nine publishing initiative and that more details will be coming about it later this year. The graphic on it was such that it didn't even have the title of the movie. It still said journey to Star Wars episode Episode 9, it doesn't say Journey to the Rise of Skywalker on it. So yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how much people have been kept in the dark about the title of this movie, which is pretty impressive. So what we can tell you from this panel, or what I can tell you from this panel, is that there is one book that was hinted at that is very likely to be part of this publishing initiative. I will tell you about that toward the end of the show, but for now, here are the updates that we did find out about that, you know, let's just dive right in for books that we already know about. For example, the Black Spire Outpost novel Black Spire by Delilah Dawson. We know that it's featuring Vi Marathi and that she's on a mission for the new, uh, for the resistance, excuse me. And what we find out from the panel today is that she is there to try and establish a resistance base at the behest of General Leia Organa. And this does take place after the events of The Last Jedi. Delilah described this as being, you know, basically a story of a group of weirdos that are trying to build something together and almost likened it to Brooklyn Nine-Nine in that fashion. So um, that sounds like it's going to be very cool. And for the first time, she confirmed that the character Cardinal from her novel Phasma will also appear in this book. We also heard from Timothy Zahn about Thrawn Treason, the third novel, possibly the final novel in a series of novels or a trilogy of novels about Thrawn, bringing him back into the canon. And essentially what we learned is that Thrawn is going to get caught in between the political machinations and power plays between Governor Tarkin and Director Krennic. So this is going to center around their political war over the future of the Imperial Army, the Imperial Navy, and the Stardust Project, which is of course the original Death Star Project. Thrawn sort of unwittingly becomes a pawn in this situation, and so how he extricates himself from this is supposed to be one of those like, oh, this is crazy and surprising situations. And we already knew that Eli Vanto, the character from his first Thrawn novel, who was very popular, will be returning in this. Admiral Aralani from the Chiss Ascendancy, who was first depicted in Thrawn Alliances, is also going to be back. And the Grisk, who were the enemy in Thrawn Alliances, we have also heard that they are going to be back as well. And Timothy Zahn talked about the you know, the challenge and the experience of writing a character like Thrawn, who is so intelligent, and Zahn's take is basically that, you know, part of the way that intelligence manifests is that he arrives at conclusions much faster than Zahn himself would be able to arrive at those conclusions. And additionally, it's not so much about you know, the story like, you know, how he constructs his stories and whatnot, you know, there are, you know, conflicts to resolve and story arcs and that sort of thing. But ultimately, the novel is about people, it's about characters, and it's about their interactions. And so one of the ways that it's particularly unique is because the character of Thrawn is so unique. Part of the action of the novel is discovering how Thrawn is going to interact with these various people, how they're going to interact with him, and how they're all going to be going about achieving their 
you know, sometimes mutual, sometimes not so mutual goals and how that will bring, you know, characters in conflict with each other or, you know, allow them to sort of team up together at least short run, if not necessarily in the long run. And we also find out that there is a character who is an assistant to Krennic who will be appearing, was not named in the panel, but there was a Dunstig Tarot who was pictured in the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide who is somebody who basically is so in love with the transport ship that Krennic uses that he's actually named it the Pterodon, similar to his own Silent P tarot name. But anyway, it could be the same character who, I guess, just absolutely loves Krennic and hates everybody else. So hates Tarkin, hates Thrawn, and so there may be some comic relief to be found there. As opposed to Alphabet Squadron, which Alexander Freed talks about being painful and that this is sort of the sort of story that he ends up writing. He's writing Alphabet Squadron about a group of traumatized pilots and the reason things are so bad for them is because they've essentially been in a situation where their entire squadron was wiped out and they may be you know, one or two of the only survivors from their squadron and so that's why the whole alphabet squadron thing why they're assembled together because it may be you know the one a-wing pilot that's left from one squadron and the one b-wing pilot that's left from another squadron and so these are very broken very um, fragile people who are being called to deal with this you know elite tie fighter group called shadow wing and whereas you know, there's one thing to say, you know, these are the aces of, you know, any sort of TIE fighter squadron or anything like that. But the way that Shadow Wing was described in the panel today was that, you know, similar to a team that, you know, wins a sports championship, you know, they just get better and better and they are better than the next group and better than the next group. And ultimately, like, they are just the survivors. They are the best of the best because they've managed to survive for so long. And they are essentially, you know, the champions at this and are wreaking a ton of havoc after the aftermath of the Battle of Endor. And so this Alphabet Squadron is organized at the behest of New Republic intelligence and, yes, under the command of General Harrison Dula to take down Shadowing once and for all. And there is a flip side to that that they talked about in the publishing panel, but this has already been revealed separately, that there is a TIE Fighter limited series in Marvel Comics that depicts Shadowing, so it's sort of the you know, opposite end of the Alphabet Squadron story. And there are a few other announcements as well. A lot of them were more children's book announcements, like uh, for example, there's going to be a you know, Ray and Pals book from Jeffrey Brown, who, of course, is you know, famous for doing Vader and Son and Vader's Little Princess and those kind of books. And uh, there's another one by Caitlin Kennedy, which is called C-3PO Does Not Like Sand, which I've seen a copy of already and is very cute. And there will be a sequel coming, R2-D2 Lost on Endor, and a couple other children's books. Also, and I'm sorry, Christian, I might get your last name wrong. Christian Blavelt, I just the pronunciation, Blavelt. He did a couple of books uh, called uh, Be More Vader and Be More Yoda, which were very cool. And now he's coming out with two sequels to those, if you will, which are Be More Leia and Be More Lando, which seems like they're going to be very cool books. 
And so the last thing I want to share with you from the panel is, you know, the one book that seems like it's probably part of the journey to episode nine initiative. So Michael Siglane, who's the creative publishing executive for Lucasfilm, was moderating the panel and asking Justina Ireland, who wrote Lando's Luck, part of the Flight of the Falcon initiative, to talk about a book that she's in the middle of. And she was like, I don't know if I can talk about it. And he said, well, can you tell us if there are stormtroopers in it? And he, she said, yes. And he said, can you tell us if the Millennium Falcon's in it? And she said, yes. And so that's as far as they got. So, you know, considering the time frame of things and how it's working out, it seems to make sense that this would be a journey to episode nine, book a journey to the rise of Skywalker situation being written by Justina Ireland as a middle grade book. So that's where... I'm putting my betting money as far as that goes. And so I think that pretty much covers all the big news. There were a few other you know, book announcements as well and a couple of ones that had already been mentioned elsewhere. Uh, if you remember the old Marvel Comics Star Wars series like way back from the 70s and 80s, I guess as a you know, a thing to play around with Marvel's 80th anniversary, they're going to do a Star Wars issue 108, which is the issue that would be after 107, which was the final issue of the original Marvel Comics Star Wars run. Blah, 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 blah. You know, there's all sorts of other fun stuff like that. So I think that pretty much catches you up on the major news from the Lucasfilm Publishing Panel. And that is going to do it for this bonus episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.